For you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable, through the living and enduring word of God. 1 Peter 1, verse 23. Welcome to Canaan Bound Podcast. Canaan Bound Podcast is a podcast designed to offer the Christian rest during life's journey. Canaan Bound Podcast features devotional segments by pastors serving in the Wisconsin Evangelical Lutheran Synod, along with church history, mission news, and music by various Christian artists who support our teaching. I'm Philip Wells, and this is episode number 90. We begin today with the Canaan Bound Devotion with Pastor Tom Barthel. Born again of imperishable seed. For you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable, through the living and enduring word of God. 1 Peter 1.23 There are basically two types of plants that gardeners and landscapers will use each year. The plants, which we call annuals, are often considered the best and brightest. They hold their blossoms the longest time. But there is a catch. In the end, they don't really last. These plants are called annuals because they cycle from seed to plant and die each year. After a long summer of blooming, they all perish. The other type of plant is the perennial. It has a deep root system and can survive in many colder climates. Though it may appear to die in the fall, it is reborn each spring, and in the right season it blooms brilliantly. Our natural birth is not unlike the annual. We go through the stages of life, and then we perish. When the next generation is born, we are nothing more than what the curse of sin has brought on us. Dust you are, and to dust you will return. But our new birth in Jesus Christ is even better than the yearly rebirth of the perennial. Our new life is one that will never end. It is from imperishable seed. After our bodies die, we have the certain hope of eternal life. This is all by the working of Jesus, who gives us his holiness, guaranteed in his resurrection to life. The seed of the gospel has been sown, the life will never end. And we freely receive this new life, just as God says, through the living and enduring word of God. Lord, I know that my days are like grass, that I will leave this world in death. But you have given me new birth by your holy word. Keep me in your living and enduring word, so that I may, in both life and in death, enjoy and rejoice in this new birth which you have graciously given me. Through Jesus Christ, your Son. Amen. And now a song from Koine's latest album, Visit. The song is called Sanctus, or Holy, Holy, Holy. Holy, holy, Lord God of 
And now we join Pastor Timothy Smith with God's Word for you. Job 30, verse 24. Surely no one lays a hand on a broken man when he cries for help in his distress. This verse has been called the most difficult verse in the book. Um, It's easy for a layman to understand some of the difficulties in understanding what the verse means by comparing maybe just a couple of the more common translations. The King James Version shows a completely different understanding of the first half. Um, Our NIV says, Surely no one lays a hand on a broken man. The King James said, Howbeit he will not stretch out his hand to the grave. The the literal way of taking the Hebrew uh, throws us, of course, into, into poetic thought, Surely not in a heap or by a heap he will stretch his hand. The NIV takes the heap. In Hebrew, it's the word e. There is no variant reading, and this is the only place where that phrase occurs. But it it, it takes the heap really as a broken man. The King James take it as the heaped up earth of of, of a grave. The New American Standard Bible understands the image as a man in a heap of ruins, And any of these would fit the context of Job. The Greek translator tossed out a letter of the Hebrew text to make the verse quite simple. I might lay hands on myself, although that makes the rest of the verse unintelligible. Uh, My goal in presenting these devotions is to help show what the text of the Bible means and to make an application of that. Um, I've been working in the Bible's original languages for more than 20 years now, almost 25, and I must confess that I struggle with this verse. One of the basic rules of Bible interpretation is to let a clear passage shed light on passages that are less clear. And for that, we need to look at the rest of the, of the chapter, really. And having said that, I'm just going to echo the words of the NIV Study Bible. Job feels that he has been treated unjustly, whether by God or by man. But really, the thing we should focus on are, is the last phrase, the clear phrase, when he cries for help in his distress. So, having cried out in distress, let's just turn to the words of the prophet Nahum, who said, The Lord is good, a refuge in the day of trouble. He cares for those who trust in him. In Christ, I'm Pastor Tim Smith. This is God's word for you. Now we have a brand new segment with Pastor Mark Falk, where we look at 1 Peter. 1 Peter 1, verses 1 and 2, Strangers Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ to God's elect, strangers in the world, scattered throughout Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, who have been chosen according to the foreknowledge of God the Father, through the sanctifying work of the Spirit, for obedience to Jesus Christ and sprinkling by his blood. Grace and peace be yours in abundance. NIV 1984 People are strange when you're a stranger, thus sang the Doors. I'm not a fan of the Doors, that uh, godless rock group of the past. But as Christians, we may sympathize with this sentiment. Sometimes we really feel strange in this world. And often the world that does not know or care to get to know Christ looks at his children as if they have a nose growing out of their left ear. I was spending some time in this first letter of Peter. Uh, the people received this letter t- that received this letter live in what today is Turkey. They were part of the Roman Empire and the provinces that made up ancient Turkey. They were most certainly strange in their day, and they suffered for it. Persecution became very real to them. 
the loss of property, and sometimes far worse. There are Christians today who still live in danger because they are such strangers to the world. That is not typically our problem as American Christians in this year 2014. Our problem is the feeling that we just don't fit the way the people of this world in this country, in this age, think about things. It's not just an issue of morals. It goes far deeper. We are people under grace. People who have been led to see our sin. Not just our individual acts and thoughts, but the underlying problem of a nature that opposes God. And we have been led to see and trust our Savior from sin. By faith we have been sprinkled with the holy blood of Jesus, saving blood that, as John tells us, cleanses us from all sin. All this happens because of God's grace. This world is always looking to earn credit from God. We strange ones strive to give all credit to Christ because only Christ deserves credit. Even our faith is a gift planned by God's eternal foreknowledge. When Peter writes of God's sanctifying us, setting us apart to be holy, we know that this comes from God. We were chosen for this, chosen by grace, undeserved love and kindness. Any holiness in me, God's saint, is God's work. Christians are the elect. In a world that for the most part hates God and all that is holy, God saw us, loved us, and chose us to obey Jesus. This is more than just following a set of laws and rules, though our obedience to God's laws may increase our strangeness exponentially. This is a submission to Jesus and all that he wants and wills and desires. His will for us is holy and good and perfect. By his blood he has given us forgiveness and guaranteed our place in heaven. It is therefore okay if we often feel strange in this place. In fact, it is dangerous if we do not see how badly we fit here. For everyone washed in the blood of the Lamb is a displaced citizen of heaven. There we will never be strangers. Here we will always be quite strange. We end with another song by Koine. This one is also from their latest album, Visit. This song is Just As I Am Without One Plea.
You have been listening to episode number 90 of Canaanbound Podcast. This podcast was first shared in December of 2014. We would like to thank Koine for sharing their latest music with us this week. You can find their latest album, along with all of their past albums, at koinemusic.com or follow the links at canaanboundpodcast.com. We encourage you to support their work. Once again, my name is Philip Wells. It was a privilege to be your host for this episode. We encourage you to visit wells.net to find a Wells ministry location near you. Thank you for listening.